Hello everyone and welcome to the November 22 mid-month edition of the Great British Mickey Waffle. I'm Becca and joining me today is Ben. Hello everyone. And Claire. Hi Becca. How are you? Still jet lagged? Um, maybe. Or is that just your internet? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to blame the internet this time. Uh I don't know. I, I'm sort of jet lagged. I, I'm sort of going through periods of feeling okay, and then feeling a bit, a bit slow. So then I have some coffee, and then I'm okay again. It's fine. Um, and you're getting... in that process for just over and over <laughs> yeah. again, isn't it? Like, I think Couple it's more like days. what do they say? It's an hour per day, an hour, a day per hour time hour. difference, isn't it? Yeah. Now I'm confused yeah. already because obviously we were four hours behind when we were there, and the, the American clocks changed. And now it's five. Whilst we were in the air, so is that four days or five? Days? I don't know. Oh, is that six? I don't. I'm... Could, yeah, who knows? Six. <laughs> I'm so four and a half. Yeah, so by next weekend next you'll be fine. The days I'll be okay. Just ready for me to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So yeah, but we've been back. Very, you know, a couple of days, so and um, still feels very fresh. Good, good. Mm-hmm. Lots of new experiences. Yeah, do you know what? It was great because um, we were. This was a cancelled trip from July twenty twenty. So yeah, you know, we we the last time we were all there as a family was in August twenty nineteen. So quite, I know, for for a lot of people who've been around the Disney World space. The last couple of years it probably doesn't feel like there's a huge n- amount of new stuff but for us there was in turn even yeah I know I went back in May for a few days but there was stuff that I didn't get to do then um that I have done now and you know I was a week from missing guardians when I was there and stuff so I think as a family particularly Morgan and Mills there were so many new things that they haven't done and that that was something that Morg said to me was like, it's so nice to be here and there'd be different experiences because, you know, it does, it does get stagnant, but there is some things that you, you learn, you know, you know what's going to happen. It's the same attraction. And I think some of the newer attractions, obviously there's that element of um, a different ride experience each time. Uh, some of the old attractions, not so much. But so I think that we actually had some some really nice new experiences and it was good to watch them trying some stuff that i'd already done so well in august 2019 so star wars would have only just opened galaxy's yeah, edge the resistance so, wouldn't have been open right so I th- when did star wars when did galaxy's edge open was it august uh, 20, 20 august yeah 19th. 29th of august 20 right so we were there the day it opened but we went to food and wine instead because it was also the first day of food and wine so they hadn't, Millie, Morgan or Dad, none of them had been into Galaxy's Edge at all. We'd seen, oh yeah, because we'd been to the, um, not the writer Stop, what's it now called? The um, Baseline Tap House. We'd been to Baseline Tap House and they had, they were also doing cast member previews when we were there because they had like uh, the, the fake bushes in front of the entrance. Yeah. Um, and we saw people with their, maybe it's like DVC or AP previews, people going in, but we weren't allowed behind the bushes. Um, so, and, and then we didn't, we didn't go over there on the, I think we came home maybe like the, the 31st. So we didn't go over there before we left. So none of us had done the, like Galaxy's Edge as a whole. When I was there in May, I had only literally gone through the gateway, um, you know, that, that walkthrough from by Muppets. 
Yeah, and the gone tunnel straight, that takes you through. To... Right, and gone straight. I'd gone straight into the queue for Rise, so I actually hadn't been into the Black Spire Outpost at all. <laughs> um, so that was all new for me as well, which was quite cool to do that with the kids. And I'm guessing they you got a chance to do Rise. Yes, yes, they did. We did. We did manage to do Rise twice while we were there. Um, hey. The first time was because uh, obviously I'd done it and I knew what was coming. But the queue wasn't so bad. We we ended up behind um, or in front of another British family in the queue who were watching um, the rugby on a small iPhone in the queue, <laughs> which was awesome. So the queue was only... Oh, you might as well. Yeah, so the line was about... I guess we, we stood in line about 50 minutes maybe at the most. Nice. Most of that, we were watching Scotland Australia game. So it was great. We were having a conversation about rugby with the person behind us um, <laughs> who was like holding their iPhone out here so we could all watch it at the same time. Um, the queue went really quick and just watching Morgan in particular, like Mills loves Star Wars, and she, but she hasn't seen episode seven, eight, nine. Um, she's seen all the other six, whereas Morgan's a massive Star Wars nerd. And sorry, Morgan, I know <laughs> it's just one of those things um so watching him seeing like the ray hologram um and then you know i hope this isn't a spoiler for anyone when the doors open you go outside it was like what you know and then the whole thing where you're on the the transport and then the doors open you're in somewhere different uh and then like the star stormtrooper section and then the be- and i suddenly realized like i had this moment the night before and i was thinking about us riding rise how brilliantly in character the um, the cast members are when you get onto the um, Galactic Star yep. Star Destroyer. Have I got the right words? I'm not a Star Wars person. Do I get the right? Is that? Star I don't Destroyer? actually know what that ship's no. called. I've just been calling it well, Ren's ship. Yeah. When you're on there, and how brilliantly in character the, the cast members are, I sort of went, "Oh my goodness, Millie's going to freak out," because they're really they're oh. like they're quite they they're are. quite. Um, they're as sort of in the, character as like um, Haunted Mansion right. in Tower of Terror. Exactly. So they are exactly what you think from the film, and the sort yeah. of that sort of you're, you're their prisoner. Yeah. So. So, I was suddenly like thinking, oh my goodness, Millie is totally going to freak out about this uh, if she's told you know stand in single line, don't turn, don't turn around, take your bag off, yeah, all of this stuff, and I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to. But she was fine actually. Um, they were more worried about Morgan, who'd been to build a lightsaber at Sarvi's earlier in the day. So uh, um, it was it was great. And then like the and I kept going, this isn't the ride. This no, isn't this the attraction. Is the... This is all still pre-show. And they were like, shut up, no way. I was like, it's all still pre-show. This is not the attraction. I, um, I think Disney have got it got that ride perfect. Did from knowing not knowing when the ride begins. If only they could well, sort out the tech issues. We didn't have any problems at all both times. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, but you're right. I think the, the, the length of the experience is like 23 minutes, I think, from when you first go into that, that holding room with BB-8 and Ray. And, you know, that's a, that's a healthy time. And you don't realise how many people are going through that attraction at the time. And I had a conversation with nice guy Zach Brown about how they manage that transporter section. And it's actually, it's like a, a rotary with like four or five different of those vehicles on them. And it just rotates oh, around, okay. which is it's really clever. I think there must be YouTube videos about how it's done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I was like, how? How? Uh, and Zach was explaining how they did it. It's really, really clever. So um, 
that was and when we came off the attraction at the end and there was like silence from the other three people i was like did you have a good time I'm and just stunned like, can't speak and Millie yeah. Was yeah. Like, that was so cool you know um <laughs> Oh, Morgan took about he needed about an hour of downtime to process it all um, <laughs> yeah I remember the first time we did it and it was like okay we were doing a live with Jason about half an hour an hour later and it was like only until to that point we sat down and then we've just done Rise of the Resistance yeah it's it's, it's just like that processing of what on earth have I just been through um, yeah. I think the other thing that you know just getting straight into this the other thing that Millie and Morg both adored was Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway. Now, for me, when I did that back in May, I got off the attraction, went, I need to go straight back on. I need to do it straight away. And they both went, yep, need to go back on. Can we do it straight away again? They just wanted to get back on it immediately. Uh, Morgan particularly to look at all the stuff that he'd missed. Um, There's so much rewritability in that as well. I know. Because you're always in a different position and it's... There's so many hidden bits that have just sort of Easter eggs of things that you think, actually, that's from this, or that's like 1928. That's it's just so yeah. many bits that you it. don't and notice. The kids, like, they totally got into the conga section. Uh, I was like, <laughs> you gotta, you got to dance in the car. It was great. And everyone else was like, what are they doing? The second time we rode it, everyone in the room did it. And it was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, it was so much fun. So, um yeah, that was that was amazing. There was still loads of stuff we didn't do, but I think some of the new stuff, Smuggler's Run, I think is Millie's new favourite attraction. Oh, okay. Um, she got she to be pilot. Chewy. Yeah, she got to be Chewy. She was on the right. She got to... Well, she did. we did it twice. Twice, yeah. three times? can't remember. But uh, certainly two times she was pilot. So she did up and down and she did left and right. Definitely more successful at left and right than she was at up and down. <laughs> I think we hit every single thing. <laughs> I was like, you're meant to avoid stuff, not deliberately hit it, you know. Bonus points for how much you can hit. No, no. But the the um like the animatronics uh, oh oh what's his name? Um Hondunaka. Walker was like, This is the most incredible animatronic. Uh, and it is very cool. Um and just that that reveal when you come around the corner and you see the, the Millennium Falcon sitting there in Galaxy Set is just incredible. Um, and when we when we first went there, Ray and Chewie were out doing some stuff oh, with the kids wow. and stuff. So it was very cool. Like you walk in and they're, they're there and there's the you know Millennium Falcon and stuff. And, um, we we it had feels like, now things have started to move back towards a little bit more of normality because I know it's a Kylo Ren show that was in Galaxy's Edge has only just started up this week. Okay. Right. So we, it, we it's it's that. just something. I think I only started on Saturday. So okay, we, it's something that. Yeah, and I'll tell you what. Like for me, Hollywood Studios was my fourth favorite park. Yeah, yep. <laughs> Walt Disney World. Um, it was the one that I would forfeit if I needed to skip somewhere. You know, when I was there in May, I only did like a couple yep. of hours there. Um, we spent at least a day and a half full days we did the most number of steps in any park when we were in hollywood studios um and we still didn't even walk down sunset boulevard no it's we did indiana jones for the first time in like 12 years (laughs) oh wow what was it like 
Millie had never seen it, and it was just oh. like, "Come on, we're gonna go, we're gonna go and have to sit down and see see the show." She thought it was amazing. Not that I'm suggesting we'll go back every time, but it was it was cool to see. And actually, from where we were sat, we were sort of in the middle, about eight rows back, so we could see the tech guys like pressing the buttons for the pyro to work and stuff like that. So that Morgan found that quite interesting. Um, it was all, it's still very cheesy and obviously they've changed storyline slightly. They don't have the bloke in the audience coming out because someone got injured. But, you know, it was, it was fun to watch. And Millie was like, this is so cool. When they were like blowing stuff up and the plane comes around and everything. Um, yeah, it was, it still stands up, I think, particularly for first, first time visitors. I think it would still stand up. It's a, it's a good 20 minute show. Yeah, and it's a good location as well. You're not going to miss it. No, not at all. No, we did. Unless you're deliberately trying to avoid it. We did one man's dream, and it was one man's dream. It wasn't some other cartoon. Um, We did. We did everything. We did Slinky. We did even did Alien Swirling Saucers, Um, which is still a lot of fun. It's Uh, yeah. We lightning laned it, and to be honest with you, it was still quite a long queue. Just that. I think I think we still waited like twenty minutes. Yeah, I would from do that again. That's yeah, that's no. Long. Yeah, I'd rather um, go back on Toy Story Mania. Morgan beat me on Toy Story Mania, which I wasn't happy about, and he beat me on Puff. <laughs> I don't know what's going on? Oh no, you need uh, to practice. A bad week. I know. I've been away too much. I need to practice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so you talked of Genie. How did did you use it quite a lot? Because then I've been May. We were sort of a bit we. It, we were sort of trying to work out as it's mm. changed, developed over the year that we've had Genie. So we, I bought Genie for us on Hollywood Studios Day. Uh, we didn't use it in Animal Kingdom. Uh, did it for the first day that we went to Hollywood Studios, and that was absolutely worth it because we got so many attractions in. Yeah. So we we had um, we did Toy Story Mania, we did Alien Swelling Saucers, we did Gallic, we did Smuggler's Run. We did. Um, we just, we just stood in line for rides. We did. We waited till later in the day and just sucked up the queue, and it wasn't so bad. Um, we did Star Wars. Um, what's it called? My brain's gone. I'm jet lagged. Star Wars. Star Wars. Yes. Uh, we lightning laned Indiana Jones just because we could. Mickey and Minnie's. We did twice. Um, one lightning lane. One standby. So yeah, we did. We got we got our money's worth, I think. That's, that's a lot more than day. I thought that you'd have got from mm-hmm. regular fast yeah. or fast bus plus. And that was I that was, think Hollywood Studios is one of the better parks to Genie that, Plus. And it definitely. was a Saturday, and it was twenty two dollars each. Okay. Um, Do you know what? So yeah, that was eighty eight dollars added that day. Now we did look at individual lightning lanes for. Rise of the Resistance as well. And that was an additional $18 each, which I said, that's stupid. You don't need to pay $150 just to enjoy your day at the park. No. So we just sucked up the key for Rise. Um, but yeah, that was that was worth it. We also used it the day we went to Magic Kingdom. Yeah. Uh, and we got quite a lot done there. Maybe not quite so much. We got... So we were in the queue for Big Thunder and it went down, unfortunately. Um, Mo, uh, Dan and Millie did Splash. Morgan and I went and did the Speedway. 
haven't done that for years. I'll let him drive. And then did it again a few days later with Millie driving, which was even worse. <laughs> so you're going to teach Millie to drive in a few years then? Uh, no, I am not. I've said to Morgan he can teach her. Um, so she'd never been on that attraction. So that was oh. that was quite cool. Uh, Morgan and I did um, Space Mountain, which broke as we were in the queue, but then we waited and managed to get on. Um, that was interesting watching them evacuate people from Space Mountain. Like they turned on all the lights and then some people got out of their vehicle. They were the, the two shuttles that were just about to go down into uh, the tunnel. Oh, so they yeah. stopped them. But of course, the ground level is quite a long way below the shuttle. That is like up on uh, up on a riser at that point because um, obviously it hangs over the edge of the track. So when they got out, they literally had to like jump down a six foot jump. There was no steps or anything. So they were oh like God. climbing out the shuttle. Um, and then the cast members, they had to unlock a gate that we were stood right next to. And um, the lights all went on and off they went down the tunnels. It was like, and they came oh. back with some people who were on a shuttle, presumably within that first lift hill, um, who didn't look very happy. Um, but yeah, they literally, all the cast members just appeared from nowhere and off they went down into the tunnels to evacuate people from the the attraction um i was it, it must be a really difficult ride to be evacuated from oh uh, absolutely having just how the organized because i don't think there are many stairs sections are there i don't i mean presumably the, the there are the slow bits the straight flat bits yeah which allow for people to be evacuated from yeah. you know the the, the road the ride just continues with momentum until it reaches that point which is a stop point um, the organisation of the cast members over is incredible. It's just like suddenly, you know, as soon as they went, right, evac, there was just person after person after person. They knew exactly what to do. Someone had just appeared, just started his shift, and they were like, go. Was, oh, okay. Oh. Um, but it was only one side of the track. It was only the alpha side oh. that was broken. The omega side was still running. So what they did was like the 30-odd people who'd stayed in the queue um, which we had they we went then and rode the omega and then they shut it for the rest of the day which didn't make me feel all that safe um, oh no like, oh, no you guys no. carry on and then we'll close it <laughs> but but i did like what was put outside when it was closed for a full day i think uh, during your trip and it was a cornhole toss outside <laughs> i know it was, it was just like really i have to say <laughs> Do you want space 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 so mountain or cornhole toss, toss. I have to say that having ridden Guardians, spoiler alert, oh my goodness, Space Mountain is rickety. It <laughs> yep. really yeah. throws you about. It's like Morgan and I were on it, we're like, all you could hear was just groaning as we were about, ouch, like, ouch. bang from side <laughs> to side. And it's just like, this is so much the opposite to Guardians. <laughs> so juddery and it's like do you know and it's probably oh. the reason i don't do it very often is because honestly it's if you so don't need it off your path beforehand you do after <laughs> it's, it's yeah. ridiculous um and i think it's just clunky and i don't know whether it's due refurb or not but it just feels really i mean there's something something nostalgic about the fact that it throws you about a bit and it's clunky and you end up with backache and neck ache and you're like not quite sure whether you're going to survive the journey or not um, but it it's uh, it's certainly well, an experience. Disney I'll focus on the smoother attractions you've I got Guardians and you've got Tron opening next year yeah I suppose so. it is a rocket ship and it's meant to be a bit juddery I don't think a rocket ship is that juddery I, 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 no. Rebecca. that's more g-forces I, than um 
banging yeah. at each side. I wonder when Tron opens whether they'll close it down for a refurb. It could, I think it probably could do with it. Um, I yeah. think in a couple of years. I think as soon as they get to um, Tiana's bioadventure. Oh, so once Tiana's open. But... Yeah, and Billy, uh, Millie did quite a few coaster, bigger rides. Bigger rides. Yeah, she's she's nearly ten, and previously has not want. You know, Big Thunder Mountain was her limit. This time she did Splash Mountain and loved it. And it was, I was really pleased she did that before it closes for the refurb. Um, she did Flight of Passage. Um, she wasn't overly keen on that. She no. found it a bit intense. I think she found it a bit. Was it just? Was that one of her first rides of the trip as well? It was the first ride of the trip. <laughs> We're just like, yeah, let's go. And fly yeah, just go. Number one. Yeah. <laughs> um, maybe that was my issue. Uh, but we did the standby queue. And she hasn't yeah. seen Avatar, so she didn't really know the story either. But she found the whole experience a bit much. Um, There's a lot going on all at once. There is. Yeah. And, and, it's, and it's not the simplest sort of restraint and, either. Yeah. Lots of yes. sweeping and dropping. She was fine on like the bike, the, oh, okay. the bike um, ride vehicle. I think it was like the sweeping, the dropping, the the visuals where you go forwards over big cliffs and things. She wasn't keen. Uh, but she loved the bit with like the pink trees and all the luminate bioluminescent stuff. She loved that bit. Um, but for some of it, it was just a bit too intense for her. She did Everest. I was such a good mum. So we went on Everest. Uh, and she didn't, she said to me, I really didn't, in- she, I didn't like it. I didn't like it. I was scared. I was scared. Okay. And I think the backward helix was probably, uh, I told her it was going to go back. I told her it was going to yeah. go backwards. Didn't make the same mistake twice when I didn't tell Morgan. Um, <laughs> and she screamed all the way until like halfway through that backward helix. And then there was just silence. And I was like, oh, you're no. still alive. <laughs> <laughs> and she was just like stunned into silence for the rest of yeah. the interaction. I was like, oh, I'm such a bad parent. And she was, she refused to do it again. Refused, refused. And then the last day we were in Animal Kingdom, which was the day before we came home. She went, we were literally walking out and she went, can we go and do Everest again? I was like, no, it's too late now. So maybe next year she'll, she'll be keen to do it again. Yes. Um, Just, yeah. You don't know how they're going to react until this they actually do it. She did, she did Thunder Mountain a couple of times. Um, she didn't do Space. She didn't want to do Space Mountain, which is fine. We did Guardians four times. Uh, Yay. And she loves Guardians so much. It's like such rode... a different sort of attraction compared to other roller coasters because it's it feels so, so smooth. smooth. It's just silky smooth as you blend, you know, you sort of throw yourself around those corners and it's brilliant. And some of it is obviously the ride vehicle and how it rotates and you don't feel the, the pressure of the corners. Um, so the first time we rode, we got road, rows one and two, which was, was fine. Yeah. And then we were told how to do it properly. Because is it row nine, nine and ten? Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, we then knew. Even Millie, you asked to wait for the back. Top tip: make sure you wait for the back row, um, because it is a very, very different experience at the back and infinitely better. So yeah, it was good. Next time, so we've not done the back yet. We we've done row nine, not row ten. Yeah. Oh, okay then. Yeah, I shall. Row back. nine, yeah. row ten. It's, it's all it's the same. Apparently, and we have done the back, eh? And it makes such a difference to the ride experience. And so in the same the way that Thunder Mountain, you don't, 
you don't get it, that, that slow drop down the lift hill. You oh, get yeah. back. So um, definitely get the bit of the tail whipness. What did you think of the um, pre-show and the queue? Uh, I, so like that first queue area we didn't get a chance to really spend time in it because every time we went in there wasn't any wasn't any queue, <laughs> wasn't queue. So that, that central bit with the image the, the the um the visual on the roof that was incredible um i'd like to have stayed and just watched that for a while yeah. but th- there wasn't the opportunity to do that i have to we were um, lucky in june because it was busy because it just opened okay the um so when we got on there was like about 15 20 minutes we were there just sort of so the last time we rode, which was the day that we came home, we went through the queue and were sitting in the attraction within 18 minutes, nice. including all pre-shows. So um, the map bit in the queue area, you know, that big like 3D map, you can yep. spend hours looking at that. There's no time. It's like you're gone past it. And it's like, but that was Sandar. I need to look at what, what, what's it on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, the uniforms are incredible. I want one. I want one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, if I got one of those jackets in the shop, I'm buying. They're it. really cool, and aren't they? they? Yeah. Um, the whole, you know, the multiple pre-show bit, a bit like Rise, is really clever. You know, we were um, Terry Crews is awesome. When we were actually oh. the last time, the last time we rode it, there was a guy in front of him with his two daughters and. He would like started talking to us. We, he turned around. He, he said to the girls, "Oh, girls, I'm so sorry. We missed Terry Crews." And I was like, "No, you haven't missed Terry Crews. He's coming in a minute. You haven't missed him." He's like, "Oh, I've had it." I said, "No, no, no. You haven't missed him. It's fine." And then we started talking about you know the attraction, and he hadn't ridden it. The girls hadn't ridden it. They were like six and eight. And I was like, "Oh, oh. they're okay." Oh. They were yeah. going to sit together, and he was going to sit <laughs> behind them. I was like, "Okay, no. I'm sure they'll be okay. fine." Yeah. Um, if you lose, like, we apologise. <laughs> And he was like, what's the trick? What's the, what's the move on this? That's right. When you go through there, go to the right. Just go to the right. Um, the first time we did it, I think the pre-shows and Drax is just awesome all the I way through. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. We all toast. love Drax. <laughs> we all love Drax. And the bit at the end where they're doing like the award, you know, Drax. Yeah. It's not, it's not real then. No, it's not. No. It's so funny. Um it's just got such a great sense of humour, the whole attraction. It yeah. doesn't take itself too seriously. And it's very much in tune with Guardians in terms of the humour level. And, the like, there is a story, but yeah. it doesn't really matter at all. Uh, I, and I think you're too busy on the ride and enjoying yourself. Yeah, screaming at the top of your voice. Oh, yeah. And singing along. And singing along. Yeah, or trying to. Along. Yeah. Definitely singing along loudly. Particularly at what the songs, end. Where you what songs did you get? So we had, uh, we rode it four times. We had Disco Inferno twice. We had September and then we had Conga. Ah, We've not had um, Conga yet. None. That was Millie. Millie went, I think we're going to get Conga this time. And sure and it enough. Happened. Yeah. Um, sure, that was we had one way or another twice. Yes. And I, I love that think ride, that's the that? best one. Yeah. I think the flock but, of females yeah. I ran would also be really good. Yeah. Um, I'm interested to see what they do with the Christmas tunes. Zach and I had this conversation. Yeah. And what, because there, be there's a bit of a mixture. Era. And there's going to be a mixture, apparently, um, of, di- of different... So we're talking, what, 70s and 80s? 80s. 82, really? So... I, I want... don't know what Christmas songs Slade. are. Slade. Slade. <laughs> Wizard. Wizard. <laughs> it could, yeah, but... Oh. Very much American, so that's oh. they're very British Christmas tunes. Oh, I this hope they do true. it though. 
that would just be funny. <laughs> I can't, I can't wait to live there. So yeah, this is. I don't know many. I definitely don't know any American Christmas tunes. So it'll be really interesting to see. I'm uh, hoping when I go back yeah. in a few weeks, it'll be. Yeah, I'll be able to ride it and see. Uh, well, because Guardians, um, you've, they've got the Guardians Galaxy Holiday Special on Disney Plus for Christmas. Yes. So Is that that, that's tie the, in the day. I don't know. I think that's going to be for this year. So there's so much coming to Disney Plus for Christmas. I can't wait for all of the like Santa Clauses all of the stuff. That 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 that's a nice segue to when we. Um, I was going to say for our December show, we're going to be talking about all about Disney Plus, all and the Christmas stuff Christmas. on Disney Plus. So much, I'm going to be binging it all the same as it comes out. Like two week, two weeks time. Well, when this comes think, out, it'll just be a couple of days. Yeah. Nineteenth yeah. of November, I think a lot of it comes out, doesn't it? So yeah. Certainly, Disenchanted's nineteenth. The second series of Unfortunate Events. No. There's so there's, there's so yeah. much stuff that's on Disney Plus, and there's, that'd be enough to download for our, our trip over Christmas. Nice. Oh, have you booked a trip over Christmas? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll just, we decide. Do I wait yeah. and download it all for the plane? Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. I might download some Christmas bits for the plane. There they've you already are. Got, they've already got all the Christmas movies on BA when I flew back. At the oh, place. really? They uh, <laughs> they have a whole festive favourite section. You can carry on with your Christmas tradition. What, Home Alone? You can watch what Home Alone on the plane. On the plane. <laughs> No, my ch- no, I can't do exactly my Christmas alone, tradition no. because it's Home Alone with a Burger King. I can't do fly, that on the... Who are you flying with? Erlingus. Oh. Is that on the A plane? Oh, is that going no, to No, it's Erlingus. We're going to Manchester. Manchester. And then to Dublin and then across? No, Manchester direct. Manchester to Orlando. That'll be interesting. It will. We will let you know what it's like. We can't wait. Yeah. it's good to do the airline, though. Well, yeah, we 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 thought it, and we can we own Avios with it as well, because our partners with BA. So, and is it an Aer Lingus flight or is it BA flight? Um, Aer Lingus flight. Aer Lingus flight. Okay. Because they've started doing direct flights. I think beginning. Maybe that's a, maybe that's a show we could talk about is different flight experiences because I've certainly done BA Virgin, um, Tui. We've done we've done American we've done Airlines. BA Virgin American Airlines. Delta. Delta. Yeah, Delta. Right. And we've. Yeah. We'll be like Lingus. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe, maybe that's a show to talk about different points. What we need to do is, Peter and Jill, um, can you try EasyJet for us? <laughs> Do EasyJet fly to Orlando? I don't know. I'm sure John's done like Continental and all the cheap airlines that go by a five different places. Didn't Peter say he did Wizz Air? Wizz Air, what those horrible Yeah, but wasn't. That was to Paris, though. Oh, yeah. Doesn't count, no? Transatlantic, I think it'd be, it, I'm certainly, you know, there's people that we know that have done the recent TUI flights to Melbourne. Maybe that's yeah. a, either a Wednesday or a, a conversation we can have. That'd be interesting yeah, to talk about different right, different flight experience. Tell us what um, you think, whether you'd prefer it as a Wednesday or as a podcast. Yeah, let us know. Get in yeah. chat. Let us know on the Waffler's Arms. So, mm-hmm. Claire, one, one of the things that we've spoken about your trip quite a bit was um, Phantasmic. Which we knew was supposed to have been out. What, what was it last year? Disney announced it was going to be out in spring, spring. of twenty twenty two. And then somehow yeah, spring is now November. No, it has started. We were there in Hollywood Studios on the third of November when it started. However, as we were in the queue for the meet and greets in the launch bay, we were talking to um, 
some the cast member we went to meet Chewie and we were talking to the cast member who said that people had been in line for the eight the eight o'clock show since park opening that day so obviously the 2nd of november was due to be the cast member and invited guests preview um it rained like hell that night about it got stopped halfway through Hopper say the heavens opened. Morgan, Millie, and I were at dinner. We were in, um, we were at the Cheesecake Factory, the new one near Vineland, um, yeah. and it was just like, it was just like so typical Florida rain. Someone had poured a bucket of water on the area, um, and it got stopped. So that meant that the following night, a few people, I expect, who had promised content the day before, went back for the the third. Um, yeah. It was so busy. We saw, we were in, we went shopping and then we went for food at the boathouse. Lunch was excellent. And then we went over to Hollywood Studios. And between like four and seven o'clock, suddenly like queue times just increase, increase, increase. As soon as we hit seven o'clock, everything dropped off because we did rise at that point and it dropped off to like 25 minutes. As everyone disappeared down something. I'm going down some to join the queue for Fantasmic. But they weren't joining the queue for the eight o'clock show, as we discussed. That was the show for the later show, was it um, nine o'clock? Eight o'clock queue, they'd been queuing since the morning. Um, when we we decided not to queue, when we saw what the queue was like, as we walked out at like ten past eight, yeah. um, we were walking down Hollywood Boulevard just after eight o'clock, and obviously there was a slight delay in it starting because everyone was like, oh, it's a fantastic matter. As we were walking out of the park, we heard, and we were doing like the Vicky had. And and you just hear people screaming. And there was this almighty, amazingness. And it was just so loud. I actually took a little audio clip and sent it to John. I was like, listen to this. It was like the crowd screaming. I I saw a video clip from someone who was at the Skyliner station at Hollywood Studios. That's what we said, the Skyliner would be the place to be at that point. Yeah. Absolutely. But the queue, as we walked out of the park just after, like, ten past, quarter past eight, um, the queue for the 9.30 show was already back to the theatre, to the Chinese theatre. Wow. Okay, no... Because we went, shall we queue? And we went and looked and we were like, uh, uh, no. no. Let's go and see the queue first and then, and then it's like, yeah. No, yeah. let's wait till next time. Uh, but Fantasmic so, yeah. will still be there next time. You this can. is it. It will still be there. The queues were insane. Uh, so we, we gave that a swerve. Uh, I will I'm, I'm not surprised do it. the queues have been like the way they have for Fantasmic. Maybe it caught them by surprise. Because... I doubt it. I don't know. It's because I thought there'd be more showings on. If it's, I know that I know they've reacted. They can now only really do two to a night. shows to a night, a night anyway. but and it, that was only supposed to be there for much, the first week. But now they've extended it through November. It's pretty sense. much the last show to come back after COVID, isn't it? Because they've had character yeah. dinings all back. You know, you've got most of the other Karen one or two, right? Um, all the parades are back. You've got you know most of the attractions are back working even in like festival lion king i'm still a bit disappointed in terms of the number of the number of performers that are there i'll tell you what though i did tear up when the tumble monkeys were there i was just like this is the best moment with the tumble monkeys i was screaming i was like come on i i I, I can't wait 
I, 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 I liked what was it the celebration of the fest of the lion king mm-hmm. but it wasn't but, the but same. It, it wasn't the same. Not the same same and they're still not doing the whole warthog section and what does the giraffe sound like they're still not oh. doing that bit but the when the tumble monkeys come on and it's just like this yes they're back absolutely and i was with the kids the kids and i was sat there we were just like screaming for tumble monkeys and it's the same performers you can you know if you've seen it enough time you know who the tumble monkeys performers yeah. are and you can spot them and it's the same guys and i was like yes those castmans are back doing what they love and they were having yeah. such a good time the response they were getting was exactly as it should be there was lots of fun there was lots of screaming and shouting so that all of those things back so for me fantastic is pretty much one of the last things to return Hence why there was this huge surge of of guest activity around it. Yeah. I can't believe someone would stand in a queue for 12 hours to watch a, a, a half an hour show. Do you know, I don't think the queue for Galaxy's Edge in 2019 was that long. Right. It wasn't that's, it was not it's, no. that's not what I'm going to do. However, there was lots of people who did. So, you know, maybe, yeah. as you said, maybe it caught them by surprise. Maybe they didn't expect people to be quite so enthusiastic. See, I wonder yeah. if Disney probably would have done some sort of genie or some sort of managed way of doing it maybe. if they knew it was going to be more crowded maybe. if they knew it was going to be like it was but it'll be one of those things we'll see how it is over the next few weeks because you're out in a few weeks Claire and yeah we'll get to try it all again I'll tell you what was interesting the crowds are really up and down so I was expecting I, I wasn't sure we, I say I was expecting it not to be too bad I wasn't really sure how how it was going to pan out and like the first couple of days, it was fine. Um, Epcot, the first day we went, which was the Monday, it was, it was Halloween, the 31st. Okay. That was okay. I think a lot of people must have gone to Magic Kingdom that day. Um, it wasn't too bad. We went back to Epcot two days later and it was, it was fine. It wasn't particularly busy. We went back on Saturday before we came home. So we got to the park about... 11 o'clock yeah. and oh my goodness I have never ever experienced Epcot so crowded it was to the point where we had planned so our grand plan was because we were flying home BA from MCO Terminal C it's not a lot open yet so we're like, I know what we'll do we'll go to Epcot and we'll eat around the world in the booths for food and wine and then we won't worry about eating you know, later on, and if the food That's in the airplane is rubbish, it doesn't matter. Grand plan. We get to Epcot, and I swear to you, we waited 10 minutes to get two filet mignon um, from uh, Canada. We didn't stop at a food booth after that because it was so ridiculous. Wow. The China, the queue for the China food booth went back to Mexico. Oh, wow. Blimey. Didn't even get the bubble tea. And it's not like um, it's a um, new festival. The, no. It's not like it's like opening weekend of food and wine. It was, it's been on for three months. So, right, like, bearing in mind, it was the wine and dine weekend. So there'd been races early okay. in the day. Uh, and the day before. Uh, and That might be why. So there was probably a, a bubble of activity where the races had finished and people were coming back in before they went and fell asleep. There was lots of people with medals and various stuff. So And obviously people bring their supporters with them when they're doing wine and dine. So... You know, it's probably the perfect storm in terms of of, yeah. of um, guests. The attractions weren't busy. 
So we did, Millie wanted to do figment. So we did figment and there was a 10 minute wait, not even that, five minutes probably by the time we walked in and then got put into, we hadn't done it. So we did that. And then we walked over to Guardians, our our, uh, virtual group got called literally as we were walking up to it, which was perfect timing. And we walked in and it was pretty much a walk on to the beginning of the the first pre-show. The attractions were quiet. And then you walk into World Showcase and it's like, I can't move. And I was like, Millie, you're going to have to hold my hand because there's so many people. Many people. It was insane. So Norway was queued back to the bridge between like the entrance, the um, sort of the beginning of World Showcase and Mexico. China was queued back to Mexico where the Mariachi Cobra go. And that that continued all the way through. We did manage to get... um, pre-ordered some some mobile orders some stuff from um the uh booth in germany because morgan wanted a pretzel so we got a couple of beers and a couple of pretzels from there which was fine because we could mobile order that um but you know even just thinking well we'll go and get some you know get morgan a chicken bun from japan the queues are probably four or five lines deep at every single booth um, so, so don't go to Epcot we on a weekend. <laughs> don't go on a Saturday. Don't go on a marathon weekend. It was a, it was ridiculous. Um, I have never, ever in any time seen it like that. And it wasn't it wasn't pleasant. I didn't see anyone drunk, but no. we left about two thirty to get to the airport. So you know it's still early. Uh, there's still plenty of time for that to happen. Um, so you mentioned Terminal C. How was the How was experience? Terminal C? Was it just nothing open uh, yet? Do you know, it wasn't as bad as people have said. From my point of view, it didn't feel as bad. So when you get into MCO, obviously you have to drop... We had a hire car. We dropped it off at Terminal B, came oh. into the main airport at Terminal B, and then you go uh, down a pathway and get, get on a shuttle like you would to the gates at any other terminal yeah. to Terminal C. Obviously, it's a bit further. takes five minutes or so. Uh, yeah, she's really... Someone has planned this really badly because you get off the shuttle and you have to go along, outside, through the car park, up a flight of stairs or an escalator or a lift, across a walkway bridge and then down a lift or an escalator to the check-in desks. That so you sounds... sort of go up and... It's weird. Up, down, and it's up, ridic- down. Yeah, so it doesn't feel like, rather than just putting a bridge at the right level, you've got to go up. They've just gone, well, well, we'll cope with this. They'll have to go up, up yeah. and down. Yeah. Check-in was two-minute process. We just walked in Good. and checked in. We were, bearing in mind, I'm a BA Silver member, so we can check in at the executive club, um, like, you know, nice check-in. Um, so we didn't have to, we didn't have to wait at all. Um, there are... There was probably about ten people in the line to wait to check in. So there was okay. six or seven gates open, six or seven check-in points open. So it wasn't understaffed. Um, I felt really sorry for the girl who checked us in there because when they take, they put the bags on the the, the scales and they take them off. And they have to lift them onto a belt to go to the aircraft. Yeah. Right, right, our bags. We had. <laughs> Did they all write heavy on them? We had seven bags. One of them had heavy on, oh, and okay. I said. Who helps you with those bags? Like this girl was like a size zero there behind me. And she went, No, 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 we have to do it. I was like, that's insane. You know, this is like a it was only like twenty eight kilos, but yeah. I couldn't I could barely lift it. 
because we were like trying to we forgot to take the weighing scales and we we're like how heavy are these and like i know yeah. i can't lift a 32 kilo suitcase so if it's if i can't lift it then lift it's too it. heavy um but it, it was fine and i think we had the heaviest one was like 28 kilos and this girl she was like no no i have to lift that i was like what that's madness there was nobody available to help whereas at least uh-huh. when you when you check in in the uk they sort of get they're onto the belt you lift them on and they yeah, wait and it goes on the belt anyway, and they go straight they had to lift them up onto this belt. anyway that's their issue i felt bad for it yeah. that's all i know is that when we were there last time checking diversion they had the same thing there was just less yeah. there was a lot less staff that would normally be where previous years you wouldn't be able to help and move yeah. normally you have someone just dealing with it and it's like oh i'll take yeah. the bag it's been weighed and done it's yeah. labeled up ready to go yeah and this girl was like trying to move it and she was like hoiking it across. Oh. she couldn't really lift oh, it no. um from there we went through security it took 10 minutes maybe yeah shoes off bad. um my bag got pulled because i had an apple in it and then i had uh, so i had an <laughs> apple and a bag of goofy sour balls candy which are small round balls in a bowl oh. which they didn't on x-ray they didn't like understand no i yes. can um so the, guy looked at my the, bag, the guy looked at it and he went it's the apple and the candy i was like i can understand that it's fine um that was a little bit slow in terms of getting my bag checked. I had to wait about 15 minutes while there was one guy processing the bags. But it was fine. We weren't in any rush. We got there in plenty of time. When we went through into the area post-security, there's a, dis- you know, the um, duty-free is open. There's a Shake Shack. There is four or five coffee areas. There's nice. things that are in, there's a PGA grill, which it hasn't quite opened yet. Looks like there's, there's Disney Store, there's a Universal Store um that's there's a more bar than you get yeah i would in say a and b that sounds more than i think it's a bit of a win to be honest with you because it is yeah. really it's more like really clean security uk yeah. side yeah. than it is i, I, I know really there's been a lot of issues from coming in in, in where i'll tell you in three weeks time <laughs> yeah that is true <laughs> because the, the issues have been is like it's you pick up your bags before you go through security yeah so i'll yeah, be able to tell you about you, that when i so, do it yeah but i would you, say, you, you can give us a heads up i think terminal c is it's beautiful it's immaculately clean it's well designed so coming through post security it's like going into this brand spanking new place there's loads of space even sitting in the area before you go down the ramp to the plane was really spacious like the seats are slightly further apart there's like um uh wireless chargers on the seats so you can just put your phone down and charge as you're sitting there waiting because i really hate that plugs on every other seat so you can sit down near the gate if you haven't got wireless charging you can plug in you can charge your laptop you charge your phone whatever you want to do so from a tech point of view it's been really considered we did go into the lounge i get myself and a, a guest free into the lounge oh, okay. we paid for dan and millie to come in and it wasn't cheap and was it worth it no so okay. i would say the premium lounge that is there in terminal c i think it's like 55 dollars per person it is not worth it no. just saying we, we, we've tried a lounge at mmc before we tried the delta lounge and right 
it's just so if you get it free for some reason if you get it from your bank account or you're you know like i'm a ba silver member so i do get me and a guest for free or you find a class and you get it included that sort of thing so i will use it in in december because i can would i pay for it absolutely not i will go and get a shake shack and then sit at the bar somewhere um so I, i think that i think that terminal c is beautiful it's clean it's quiet the toilets are lovely they're really nice um <laughs> the showers you know all of that stuff it hasn't got the manky sticky carpet that you get in terminal a and b i know everyone loves the carpet i'd rather have a clean term and clean quiet spacious airy yeah. big window ceiling it doesn't feel oppressive um do like, they have like that random guy that's just that the um statue you know the one that's sleeping. That. Yeah, I did. No, that. they should put one in. Yeah, but I know you know having flown out of Terminal B a few times. You know, you go through security, you get on the shuttle, you come out the other end, and you've got an Outback Steakhouse, you got some, you got a Starbucks yeah. that shuts at like five o'clock, and a Burger King that's got a queue the length of the terminal because that's the yeah. only other thing that's open. And it's only duty-free shop, which is rubbish. Like seriously rubbish if you want a Toblerone or some overpriced perfume you're okay but that's about it um so I think Terminal C is the duty-free at Terminal C is definitely better than the one in Terminal B um we flew into Tampa my favorite airport and it's still my favorite airport it's still fantastic it's clean it's beautiful the people are so pleasant and we had a lovely chat with the immigration officer who was lovely um but we did wait about half an hour for our bags, which is the first time that's ever happened at Tampa. Okay. Um, that's a <laughs> You know, we would, we drove up to the house we were staying in, which was yep. in Champions Gate. Took us about 70 minutes to drive from Tampa to Champions Gate. That's so not bad. Total bad. of about two hours from disembarkation of the plane to arriving at the house. It was fine. You know, yep. there was no queue for immigration at all at Tampa. We literally walked in and walked straight to somebody. So, sounds a little bit like our trip to MCO earlier in the year, where it was li- literally we got off the plane and gone, "Where is everyone?" And it was like there was no yeah. in immigration. It was like we were just like, "Oh." And I, yeah. actually, all due to London Gatwick, when we arrived at Gatwick on Sunday morning, it was seven thirty, quarter to eight in the morning. The immigration hall was empty. There was wow. 10, 12 desks of people waiting there, immigration officers waiting there and nobody in the hall so lots of people were using the digital gates we obviously have Millie who's under 12 so we couldn't uh, Morgan went oh we've got a plan now Morgan goes to the digital gates and then goes and gets the bags uh, yeah. and we wait with Millie but we were almost as quick as him and London Gatwick wow. were absolutely on fire when we went through oh, that's good. the weekend that's so, unusual <laughs> actually I, you know it's, it was probably the slickest I've ever seen it but yeah. I've never had it too bad but we were you know, we, premium. we weren't mm-hmm. we weren't turning left so we weren't first off the plane we were no. you know it was it was really efficient that's so it was good okay we're, we're, but terminal c i think is it's the win. 15th of november rumbled but yeah well today is the 15th of november and i know claire you were out there for halloween but we're all mm. talking about christmas what did you see that was festive did you see many christmas oh christmas? do you know what it was so cool so we went to we went to Magic Kingdom on the 30th of October, uh, saw all, all Halloween decorations, 
and actually I didn't take many photos of things because I was like yeah see this see this see this yeah. then we went to Epcot on the 31st and um, so we did have dinner at California Grill on the 30th and had planned to watch fireworks for Halloween but there is no information about what time they're on. Oh, so we waited no. and waited and we went out on the balcony and we were like, when are these fireworks on? Literally, the minute we walked into our two-bedroom suite, it was like, <laughs> we're like, bollocks. <laughs> Missed them. Oh, no. um, but it was, um, so we went to Epcot on on Halloween, which was cool because we were staying in a lot we got extended hours as well, which means we got to do Guardians yeah. for a second time. We had dinner with Jason Canap from here with magic at uh the san angel in in mexico that night it was a really nice meal um the food was excellent is what i mean there was lots of uh ribbing going on about my lack of love of guacamole and avocado um but it was fine and jason went well you're going to do guardians again we're like what well you're staying in a deluxe resort you can book it like oh my goodness so we did, and as soon as we booked it, we got it for about, I reckon it was about half past nine, quarter to ten, Our board, yeah. we were able to board. Um, and as it was, Dan didn't want to do it again, so we did a quick switch around with Magic Bands, and Jason came on with us um, and told us the correct way to do the attraction, obviously, <laughs> uh, which is to move to the right and then to sit at the back. And, you know, fair dues, actually sitting at the back is a really, really positive move, and we will always do that now. Um, and then what we did, we went to bed the, um, the 31st and then on the 1st of November, we had an 8am breakfast reservation at Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom. So Millie and I were completely prepared. We took our Christmas Mickey ears with us. So when we arrived in the park on the 1st of November, it was Christmas, all the Halloween stuff had gone. Not all the Christmas decorations are out. They haven't gone full. The tree wasn't up, but like the garlands around the around uh, Main Street and around the Harb and certainly around um, the train station and areas, they were all up. Um, and so we went for breakfast and we had our Christmas ears on and everyone was like, oh, Merry Christmas. Yeah, it, was, it was very cool. Yeah. And then as the week went on, the, the um, decorations increased. And then when we went in there on Friday, I think it was, uh, the tree was up, which I have to say is not as big as the tree in Disneyland Paris. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Disneyland Paris has a bigger tree. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a lot Disneyland bigger. Paris one, actually. Mm-hmm. And actually, the one at Walt Disney World is like, um, they've got like guy ropes attached to it to hold it in yep. place. Whereas the one at Disneyland Paris is. In case there's a hurricane. Is Tropical that what it storms. is? storms. I'm guessing it's a That's a guess. Well, we'll find out. Um, <laughs> but because yeah, November is still hurricane problem. season, hmm. I hadn't even thought about that to be honest with you. But the one at Disneyland Paris, I reckon, is fifty percent bigger. Oh really? Definitely, definitely much bigger. Having stood under it many times and sort of taking photos reflected in the baubles and all of that arty party yeah. stuff, um, the one at Magic <laughs> Kingdom in Walt Disney World felt muted. Okay. And yeah. The decorations- just were interesting because they were like fruit and veg. They got like pineapples and, fr- and ca- like um, apples and stuff on them. I was like, what are they? Why are we they got bringing fruit veggie, the- veggie fruit fruit? Why have we got yeah? <laughs> Why have we got fruit on the Christmas decks? It was a bit strange. I don't know if that's just this year or if that's those normal Christmas decks. 
I'm not feeling it. I've not noticed it. I've yeah, not I've never noticed fruit. I'm going to have honest. to look back some more. Like, Nutcrackers, shiny pineapples on there. It was weird. That's <laughs> we'll love a look. Yeah, we'll have to. And if we don't, yeah, find anything. If anyone does know someone why, I'll take some photos when I'm back. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why have they got fruit on the Christmas decks on the Christmas gardens? Anyway, yeah. it was very nice to go in today on Christmas and. Uh, not everything had changed, so the Jungle Cruise hadn't become the Jingle Cruise yet. Um, I look forward to riding that when I go back. Because some stuff uh, like the first um, Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party and things, it's an overlay. Because yeah. you've got the Tomorrowland Speedway, Space Mountain, where they turn on the Christmas lights. Right, so all of that, when I'm back in a couple of weeks, I can't wait to see. And then, obviously, they hadn't started any of the resort renovations for Christmas yet, so... I know since I've come back, the gingerbread house is going yeah. up with the grand flow and, you know, all of that stuff. So my plan when I go in December is to do a bit of resort hopping, particularly around the monorail loop and see, you know, a bit of Melikalikimaka for the Polly and all of that. Yeah. Um, I can't wait. I, I just, I've never been at Christmas and I'm really looking forward to seeing how Americans do Christmas because I know Thanksgiving is a massive thing for them. And Christmas, maybe not so much. For us, you know, obviously we don't have Thanksgiving. So it's all about all Christmas. About it's all about Christmas. Yeah. Um, Bonfire is gone. It's all about Christmas. Yeah, this is it. So I'm looking forward to it. And um, yeah, it's going to be exciting. I'm looking forward to the, the um, Festival of the Holidays in Epcot. Yeah. Hoping maybe to catch the um, Candlelight Processional the week that I'm there. Whoopi Goldberg is doing it. Wow. Hey. So whether I hang around and try and get in on the Saturday, I don't know. Epcot on the third. I'm not sure that Epcot on the third of December is going to be the best plan, but that's what I'm Gut- gutted not to be there for when Josh Gad is doing the narration. Yes, I would love to do I'd, it when Josh. I know. Oh, do you know what? I would love to see Josh Gad do it. Um, we have penciled we are, it in. Have we, we have. We're going to be out there when is it Angela Bassett? Yeah. is doing the candlelight procession. Yep. So we're going to aim to go and see her. Well, I would love to see it for the theatre of the thing. Yeah. Just the sheer just number of cast members. Don't know whether I want to orchestra, queue. Blah, 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 blah. That's my issue is because I know that the queue's going to be insane. And I don't really like all those people. <laughs> and all the funny American tunes to the carols. But yeah. <laughs> we shall I see. I just walk past and just enjoy okay. decision. Tunes. Yeah. This is it. I'll make a decision on the day. I think probably that's the answer. But um, yeah, we're going to be spending Christmas Day in Epcot, so that's wow. going to be interesting. Yeah, yeah. we decided not to go really cool. Magic Kingdom because everyone's going to be at Magic Kingdom. But we thought actually, and with the festival of you need to do like holidays, a toast in every country. Yeah. Well, we kind of the thinking being, even if all of the queues for all the rides are really busy, there's enough going on with the festival of the holidays that there'll still be enough to do to keep us. Yeah. From noticing the crowds, and it'll be our first day, so the jet lag will mean that I'll be awake early to get the um, virtual queue for Guardians, the holiday Guardians. Well, that's it. Do you know what? That that's the thing that I was like, right, I've got, to, I said, I have got an alarm set on my phone at six fifty-eight. <laughs> Wake up, <laughs> press the button, go back to yep. sleep. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to doing holiday Guardians. It's going to be fun, and I think there's things that I haven't done, like the. Um, Christmas tree stroll at Disney Springs. Yes, I want to do, um, and certainly like some rock. I want to go to Wilderness Lodge. Um, 
Oh, talking of wilderness things, we went to see the Hoopty Doo. Hooray! Ooh, how, um, how was it? As it good was... as you remember. <sighs> um, I'm going to say no. Yeah. And there's a couple of reasons why, a couple of caveats. So we were sat in sec in the second tier section. Now that goes from about two thirds of the. I don't know if you've ever been inside um, Pioneer Hall. It's massive. Mm-hmm. And like the first two thirds of the floor space, so the stalls, are, are tier seating one. I couldn't get that. So we were tier seating two, which is basically the, the back third and then directly above facing the stage upstairs. And then tier three is sort of the rest of the balcony. Upstairs, okay. the sound size. Um, we were at the back of the stalls, the ground floor um, section at high table, which was fine. So we could see, but we were a little bit removed from the action. Our our dinner service was not good. That's all I'm going to say. That's a shame. Disappointing. Uh, We had to wait a long time for our food to appear, where the other tables that were around us were being served much quicker which is very frustrating it, yeah. and it, it's okay if all of you are, is a slow service for everyone because you don't notice it as much yeah and one of the cast for the hoop to do was obviously unwell that day so there was five people not six which meant okay. although the show didn't suffer from it they did brilliantly you could tell that there should have been somebody there because they were still gapping in the, the choreography, which yeah. they hadn't quite closed. It was just um, a big space. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which normally you would expect them to sort of close. It was the eight. I have to say, I did feel a difference between the 6.30 showing and the 8.30 show, though. The 8.30 crowd are much rowdier. <laughs> Definitely. Less kids, maybe. Um, maybe so. It was fun. I, I think 8.30 is where I'd go again. Um, yeah. But... The service wasn't quite what I wanted. No. But we did have Randy playing the piano, which is the guy who was the first ever piano player at Casey's Corner. He's incredible. Oh, he plays at the Coop to Do most nights. He's the most unbelievable pianist. Um, like my brain just can't fathom how his fingers move so quickly. Um, it was, and the cast that were on were brilliant. And, you know, uh, Dolly Drew is still my number one cast member job that I would want to do if I was um, in a cast member role in performance. But we thought Claire Deloon was hysterical. So I just, I love the hoop to do so much that I dealt with it. If it had been my first trip to the hoop to do, I don't think I'd be going back. Because okay. it's not cheap. You know, you're looking no. at $75 per person to have Ouch. fairly ropey service because because tip is included in the cost okay. of the, the dinner. So you'd say there's no incentive. Yeah. However, we seem to be getting service that was below the neighbouring tables, which is the same server. So it was one of those things. You sort of suck it up and you go, okay, I'm going to be very British about this and not say anything. Yeah. I probably would have, I probably should say something. Probably should have but, yeah. um, but, you know, the performers on stage are still incredible. Um, it's been re-scripted slightly since it came okay. back. It's not 100% the same show. There's, there are elements that are exactly the same. There are some bits that they have taken out because they're probably no longer appropriate. Appropriate. Um, I miss them slightly. I quite like the fact it wasn't appropriate. <laughs> um, I think that's the thing. Maybe, um, maybe it's just everything's becoming a little bit too clean. And just yeah. It's just 
nice to you know, know just leave it as it was it was like you know the perfect cheesy jokes um and i don't know that it would have would it really have offended anyone i don't think so maybe it did maybe i'm just a bit more tolerant i don't know um i slightly miss some of that um would i go back yes i'd go back but i'd make sure i get tier one seating okay it's worth the extra ten dollars per person without any question um but the form was great yeah claire with you being back with your family there what did they think of harmonious and enchantment because i know that harmonious is your favorite show we didn't do (laughs) either of them we didn't see either no (laughs) really so we had planned to watch harmonious uh after we'd had dinner with jason but dinner went a bit long so we missed the beginning of it and then was like oh we can do guardians again let's go and do that Uh, and then um we went back into epcot but didn't stay late because i can't remember who was tired somebody was tired so we didn't stay late and then on the friday night of our second week we'd planned to do enchantment and honestly main street was so busy yeah i just couldn't deal with it it was it was yeah. I, I get a little bit anxious around big crowds. And for me it was just too peoply. Um and no You're sort of coming in from what we coming like from Tomorrowland sort of into yeah. the hub and then Yeah. And actually nobody else was that bothered. And I feel sad because they're gonna miss it. And I actually I love enchantment so much and I really wanted them to see it. But it was by so enchantments were eight fifteen, yeah. by seven o'clock Main Street was rammed. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. Um, so for me, it was just like, you guys can stay. I might go and wait for you at the poly or whatever. But yeah, the decision was not to not to hang around. Um, sadly, but what we did, what we had done, is gone and had lunch at Guys Point, Ooh. and then got the boat over to Magic Kingdom. So we had a nice ride back in Golden yeah, that's Hour. That's nice. Um, back to wilderness lodge which was lovely um Love have to say, <clears throat> the the person the meter greeter at geyser point that day was clearly having a bad day she <laughs> was not just abrupt i would say Ooh. she was rude so we sat we we were going to join the wait list and i got there and it was like the place is empty there was probably only three tables taken okay and i said can i have a table for four people please yes you can and there was like a like a lounger table just as you come in on the left hand side can i have that one no that's for a bigger party okay so then she took us to the back of the restaurant by the servery area and there was a table for six people there was four of us on like hard chairs and i was like oh can we have a lounger table yes you can so you can have this one it's opposite the toilets no i don't want the one opposite the toilet doors thank you very much can we have a table with lounges that's not opposite the toilet? I wasn't, maybe I was being yeah. by maintenance, but I was like, you know, this place is empty. Why can't, why can't we just have Why can't we just choose one and you just bring some right? to us? Yeah. And she literally rolled her eyes and huffed at me. I went, <sighs> you just have to wait a few minutes while we clear. And they actually went and cleared a table that had been just vacated for four people with lounges. And I was just like, wow, Joanna, you're having a bad day. I'm just going to assume that you've not had the best morning so far. Our server was great. 
Yeah. The food was okay. Uh, Morgan didn't. He had a steak sandwich, which was on the specials. It was a bit dry. Um, oh, but, you know, it it was, I think, I think Geyser Point's great. I had a margarita yeah. flight that was interesting. <laughs> um, the location but, is brilliant. Yeah. It, there's it, some stuff that makes up for it. But It was beautiful. And so then we got the boat over to uh, Magic Kingdom. I told Millie all about the boat, the, the boat um, bridge, the water bridge. And she was like, oh, that's so cool. I was like, yes, it is. Um, but coming back, it was nice. So we had, we were able to go sort of gold now past the contemporary and stuff. And that was beautiful. I got lots of nice photos. So, um, I think guys point still worth a visit. Yeah. I, I think the food is really good. I just wanted to talk about the waffle fries. Yes. They've got them over at they miss that? Steakhouse. They, the waffle fries are at Steakhouse 71. Also at Steakhouse 71 lounge. Why can't they get them across on the boat to Geyser? It's like, I tell you what, we had breakfast at Steakhouse 71. That was outstanding. It's really good, isn't yeah. it? I would say that's probably the best breakfast that we had. We ate it. We also had breakfast at Ed and Compass. It was good. Um, but Steakhouse 71, oh my goodness, those breakfast yeah. potatoes. I need you in my life every single day. I, I, I will tell oh, you like, where those... Me more. You can also get those breakfast potatoes at somewhere at Coronado. Rick's, Rick's Sports, Sports Bar, Bar and Grill. Grill. They're the exact no same ones. Yeah. yeah. Really? I've had both of them and yeah, they're the same. Oh, they're so good. I had an omelette, I had a vegetarian omelette. Uh, it was so big. I, I couldn't eat it all, but maybe that's because I'd eaten all the breakfast potatoes. Um, <laughs> but the food, at, I think at Steakhouse 71 for breakfast, it's not particularly expensive. Service was outstanding and the environment was beautiful. It was such a nice breakfast. Um, we used to love it yeah. the wave when yeah. we'd always go for breakfast because obviously the buffet, which was like, I don't know, 20, it was about 18 or $20 mm-hmm. for um And the price now, they don't do the buffet, but they do the Steakhouse 71 Feast. So you've got things like everything you would normally have had on yeah. the buffet menu just on yeah. one plate. But yeah. it's... It's amazing, it really is. I I even like the grits. That's how nice it's. Yeah. Bacon and cheese. That would be my top tip to go there for for breakfast, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I mean, we're staying at a nice walk over to Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. Nice and easy. Definitely. And it's not too difficult to get a reservation. It's not the easiest one, but it's. It's not hard. It's not as easy as Alien Compass, but it isn't difficult. Um, And I think that. The environment is beautiful. Some of those pictures around the, the restaurant when you walk in and the whole environment is very chilled. It's very chilled. It is. Very but relaxed. it feels it feels really um, calm and high-end and sophisticated without being stuffy or, you know, uh, you feeling yeah. uncomfortable in park attire. Um, yeah. I, I think it's I think it's a really really great restaurant. I look forward to going back there for lunch or dinner. Yeah, the lunch is nice. The burger's nice, and it's also on the lounge menu. Yeah. Okay. I might. There's a lot of stuff on there that's on the lounge because obviously I don't eat meat, so it you know things like the burger aren't really. Yeah. Yeah. There's bag, a lot of stuff that's on the lounge menu. Yeah, might go back and and try that. I think I had a real. A mixed bag in terms of plant-based or vegetarian options while I was there. Okay. I think Skipper Canteen still wins, hands down, yep. for the tofu dish. It's incredible. Um, but there was I was disappointed by California Grill, massively. 
I don't like the was it the prefix menu that they've gone to. It's not. It was expensive. The service is great, but it was really expensive. You only get a good value for money if you're going for the steak. If you're going for the high end, the food was not worth the money, without a doubt. Without a doubt, I wouldn't go back. They've classed it as a fiftieth menu, so hopefully, come March thirty first. Currently, I wouldn't be returning. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's my view. Yeah. I'm sure some people like, love it. Yeah. It sounds like you had an amazing trip. It's, yeah. It must feel you know good you're going back in a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. Ten days went so quickly. But then when I think about how much I did and the people I saw and the time I spent with people, you know, it, it the days were long, but the time went quickly. Um, but, yeah, I'm back in three weeks. So, you know, it's going to be... Yeah, you know, whirlwind when I go back, but hopefully I can do some of the other stuff that I didn't manage to do this time. Yeah. There's, there's, it doesn't matter how long you spend out there, whether it's sort of 10 days or three weeks, several weeks. Right. You can never fit everything in. This is it. I it's, didn't even was... set foot in the land or the seas pavilion. Just saying. Did you not? <laughs> didn't set foot in them. Wow. There you are. That, that's how busy well, it was. Yeah. Mm. I had so no reason to go on soaring, so no. But I would normally do. I would normally do the land. Living with the land. Living with the land without a doubt. Well, living yeah. with the land in December, I'll have the Christmas overlay. Yes. yes. So that's that's the reason why I didn't do it. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you didn't need to jump out the boat to get any cucumbers. So. No, I didn't. No, no, no. Absolutely. Uh, but I look forward to being back. Thank you for listening to the Great British Mickey Waffle. We would really love to hear from you, and you can find us at GB Mickey Waffle on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Or you can email us at waffleon at gbmickeywaffle.com. There are many ways that you can support us and the easiest way is to leave us a rating and a review on your podcast app. And why don't you share the show with your friends too? Don't forget to check out our YouTube channel and subscribe for even more waffle. Now, back to the show. So we've recently partnered up with um, Attraction Tickets. Um, It's a place that we've used for a place to buy our tickets, um, especially over the past few years, because obviously with COVID, a lot of changes. Uh, Claire, you've had some great experience with Attraction Tickets. And is that where you bought them for your last trip? It is, actually, yeah. It's where I bought them for last several trips, actually, and also prospectively for our next trip uh, next summer, because particularly through covid they were amazing they offer a an extra covid like an extra uh, it's called flexi plus protection so you can pay 10 or 15 dollars 15 pounds sorry back in the uk extra <laughs> on top of your part ticket which makes them 100 percent refundable which doesn't happen if you buy them from disney um during covid where we had multiple cancelled trips it was so worth the money because we had, I think we had three cancelled trips. So that would have been three lots of two week park tickets that we would have lost the money on had I not paid that. So yeah. Orlando, uh, you know, isn't cheap when you're buying attraction tickets. You're buying multiple places. You know, next summer we're going to Universal and to Walt Disney World. Anything could happen between now and then. So I played, I paid for that as well. So but they do. We never knew what 2020 was going to throw at us. So right. it's one of those things. It's the. I always think now of that extra insurance, just like, you know what, for an extra £5 a person or 15 mm-hmm. or whatever it is, whatever it's I'm not buying. A lot of money. 
it's like, you know what, I'm going to pay it's for it. it. When you've yeah. got sort of like travel insurance and they say, or oh, you can get COVID cover, make sure things like that and other stuff that you think, not that you wouldn't have thought about before, but we've, we've all either lost a little bit of money or whether exactly. it's because trips have been cancelled or become more expensive. And it's just something to know that if something was to happen, that you know mm-hmm. that your tickets are sorted and they can it. just move it onto your next trip or something does get all life, life can get in the way or we'll get you, you don't know what's going to happen between now and then so i know that we don't recommend anyone that we don't already utilize no. and that's yeah. one of the reasons that we partner with attraction tickets is because we've all used them um there are other ticket providers but i find that they are my go-to every time um so much so that actually i think probably without Without question, for the last five or six trips, we've used them for our park tickets. And, and the thing is, collection. you can do a deposit. So you can pay for like £20 can, a person. So right, you can budget. So you, yep, so you can lock in the price, say there's a Black Friday offer, mm-hmm. and lock in the price, and then new trips next year. So I think as long as you pay, I think it's six weeks, six or eight weeks before, yep. um, and then you get your tickets. And you, you also save yourself, you know, from those fluctuations in exchange rate, oh, uh, yeah. which happening quite a lot at the moment so I, I i think that they offer a really really good service i've never had any issues with them whether that be support by the live chat on the phone or by email uh, very yes. responsive and um if you go just go to our website so gbmickeywolfer.com forward slash support we've got all our links to all of our support on there so you'll find our attraction tickets link on there amongst our links to our facebook community the wafflers arms and our youtube channel as well and our red bubble and yes, tea public talking about our t-shirts. Our yes, yes, indeed. Which I wore around Walmart for my sins. <laughs> did anyone I came out alive? It? I came out alive. You so. survived it. I did survive Walmart. It was an it was an experience. That was but a nice head, one. If you head over to our YouTube channel and look for our it was called Walmart Wednesday and it was out on the second of November. Second yep. of November. Yep. And a couple of weeks ago. So yeah, we do our, our weekly show um, every Wednesday at eight thirty PM in the UK, which is three thirty Eastern. Apart from two weeks of the year, which confuses everyone, including us, because the clocks change. But yeah, we're live on Facebook and YouTube every Wednesday. So we cover topics from supermarkets, as Claire just did recently <laughs> for us, and to so much else from car hire and obviously right. going live from the parks. Because now Peter and Jill are going to be going live for a short. They would have gone live last week. Gone live. Yeah, they've been live last week from last week. You never know; it's a mixed bag. Yeah. You never know what you're going to get, or who you're going to get. That. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, my Ghostbusters. I feel like you're going to get... You're going to come. Yeah. But we've got, some, so, we've got some plans to talk about some fun stuff. So Yeah, we've got some, we'll some good topics coming up. And, and so, yeah, um, thank you for listening tonight or watching because you can watch us on the YouTube channel. Um, you find all our links on our website, as I said before, gbmickeywaffle.com. Um, if you're not following us on any of our socials, we are at gbmickeywaffle on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And I think there's just one thing left to say. Waffle on. Waffle on. <laughs> Waffle on.